W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland. Now, our voices today. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to our voices today here on WOVU 95.9 FM. Uh, typically, we'd be having our wonderful music director, DJ Chris Styles, join us on Friday. But uh, it is me, TC. I am here with you in your ear. And it is Friday, and I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for every day, but especially for the end of the work week. How are you doing out there? I hope everyone is, uh, you know, feeling good, finding the joy in every moment. And if you're not, well, there's one right around the corner, and there's another one, and, well, there's another one. So, you know, there's always an opportunity to shift yourself in the direction that you would like to be moving or feeling so you can get grooving. It's Friday. It's fall, and uh, we have a great show today. It's Friday, so you know it is Jump Start Friday, every Friday. Jumpstart Friday. That's right. Let me turn your mic on, sir. All right. Jumpstart Friday. Those are my people, so I got to yeah. rally for them. Yeah. So we are uh, joined in studio uh, by a wonderful guest, uh, Waverly Willis of Urban Cuts. He is going to talk to us and share his story, his entrepreneur real journey, uh, and how Jumpstart has helped him and also... On the line uh, from Jumpstart, we have Patrick Kutcherson. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Kutcherson. Patrick Kutcherson. Hey, Patrick. He is the principal education support person at Jumpstart. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, TC. Good morning, Waverly. What's up, buddy? Thanks for having me. Hey. (laughs) So good, good. We are all excited um, to have you, the two of you, on uh, for our second installment of Jumpstart Fridays here on OV2. Oh, excuse me, OVT on WOVU 95.9 FM. And uh, I digress. I did not even get a chance to tell you that we are uh, Burton Bell Car Community Radio streaming live from WOVU.org and the WOVU mobile app. So we will go on ahead and jump right in. But uh, first, you know, Patrick, let's start with you. Um, You are the principal education support, principal of educational support. How how, how are we phrasing that, your position? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's easy just to summarize it as I lead the educational programming at Jumpstart. All right, thank you. Clarity is good. So you lead the (laughs) educational um, programming. And how long have uh, you known Waverly? I just checked the record this morning. Waverly and I, Waverly and I met in March of 2017, and it's been a great 
three and a half years. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, you know, uh, tell our listeners or remind them, you know, uh, exactly what is Jumpstart and, uh, you know, what is your role there uh, in the organization as, uh, you know, Director of Education? Yeah, good question. So Jumpstart is a nonprofit and we're a venture development organization. So a lot of people know Jumpstart as a funder for, for entrepreneurs and small businesses, but there's so much more that Jumpstart's offering, and that's really where I come in. So I started off at Jumpstart five years ago as an advisor. So you can reach out to Jumpstart and meet with an advisor for free, and we're not trying to sell you anything, just like Waverly will tell you, we'll continue to meet with you throughout your entrepreneur journey. But then also what I do now is educational programming, which Waverly has also participated in. So I oversee several programs that we run entrepreneurs through that will help them in a more structured way uh, develop the skill sets they need to, to really grow their businesses and make a difference in the community. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, we are so excited to be doing uh, these Jumpstart Fridays because so many, you know, of us in uh, Northeast Ohio, the Cleveland community, right here in Ward 5 and Garden Valley, we are, you know, uh, endeavoring to uh, start a business, build a business, or we have an idea and we aren't sure, you know, what the next steps are to take. So, um, with that, like, let's jump over to Waverly Willis, uh, uh, owner of Urban Cuts uh, Barbershops. There's several locations around the city of Cleveland, correct? Uh, not yet. It's two. So, several, you know, it's yes. Mo- it's more than one. So you know what? I'll take that. We're going to yeah. speak that several into existence because yeah, I do okay. plan on opening up some more. Right. Claim it. You know right. what I'm saying? So I got two uh, Urban Cuts barbershops on the west side of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. One, as you know, on 111th and uh, Detroit Avenue in the Cadell slash Detroit Shoreway area. Right. And the other one in um, the old Brooklyn neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and thank you. You know, we I have, um, you know, appreciated your services. You have cut many a hair uh, yeah. on the head of my precious, precious son. Shout out to Kai. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, so let's, you know, let's dive into your journey, uh, Waverly Willis. You know, tell us how... You know, you uh, got started with Urban Cuts. How, you know, what has been your journey in terms of, you know, having the idea to start the business um, and moving along the path and how Jumpstart, uh, you know, came in and helped you along your way? Okay. uh, Well, before we get started, do you mind if I take this off? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. That's cool. Yes. Yes. We are uh, very careful around here at WOVU. I I tested myself when I walked in and sanitized (laughs) and all that good stuff. But these things are just. Yeah. And we are six feet apart. So we're we're cool. Cool. So um, first, I'd like to thank WOVU 95.9 Burton Bell Car Community Radio for having me on. Uh, I've admired you guys for some years now. And I appreciate Jumpstart and Patrick coming on with me. Um, to answer your question, it's a funny story about how I got started. And this is how you know that uh, the good Lord gives you confirmation on things that, that you never could have imagined. Mm-hmm. When I was uh, a young kid, my mom, Wardell Willis, God rest her soul, she was the single parent of uh, three boys and one girl. And she could not afford to take us uh to the barber shop. Mm-hmm. So my mother used to uh, cut our cut our hair, and okay. um, 
she didn't do a good job at it. <laughs> so <laughs> all the kids used to laugh and point fingers and make jokes about, about my haircut. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember like it was the, the back, like it was yesterday. Uh, my mom sat me down for my uh, once a month, once every other week haircut. And uh, she was approaching me with clippers in hand. And I just kind of grabbed her wrist and I just out the blue. Ask my mom if I can cut my own hair. <laughs> and, you know, she said, she said, I don't care who cuts as long as it gets cut. Mm-hmm. You know, she just wanted her kids to look presentable. Right. Um, unfortunately, it was the same same scenario at school. <laughs> kids were still laughing, pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like with anything, if you continue to practice right. at it, you get better at it. Yeah. You know, so I started cutting my own hair. I started using kids younger than me in the neighborhood. I was about 8, 10 years old then. Okay. And it was the same demographic for everyone around me. I grew up in East Cleveland. I'm a product of East Cleveland schools. Go Cardinals. Um, And so I would use kids younger than me, the three, five-year-old kids. And Mm -hmm. their their parents didn't care because, you know, they might have a crooked lineup or maybe a fat part in their hair or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it looked better than what it was. And, again, like with anything, you get better after you practice at it. So the kids that was laughing and pointing fingers at me started pulling me to the side, asking me if I could cut their hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, and on Saturdays, my mother's basement would be filled with uh, kids from the neighborhood and kids from my school. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she used to keep a tally on how many kids was in her basement. I was charging $3 a haircut yeah, at that point. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were charging. I, w- I got to the point I was charging $3 a haircut. And my mother would count the heads and she would charge me a dollar per person <laughs> wow. for her electricity. Wow. So thus began my uh, career in barbering. Yeah. You know, I was my first client. and um, A dollar? That's expensive. Yeah, you know, but hey, <laughs> but it, it was business, you yeah. know. So, And I appreciated that lesson. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I just, again, you never know what God has in store for you. I never knew that it would blossom into a career for me. And yeah. so... Um, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, so at 10 years old, you're cutting hair uh, in your mother's basement, all the neighborhood kids. Um, so what, you know, you graduated from high school. What mm-hmm. what, what did you do after high school? Um, I went to college. I was actually uh, very good at, at football. Mm-hmm. I was a, a, a wrestling champion as well as a, a, a honorable mention All-American in football. So I ended up getting a scholarship to Kent State. Um, unfortunately, when I was at Kent State, I, I majored in um, alcohol, drugs, and girls, and ended oh, up wow. <laughs> ended up uh, okay uh, dropping out of college. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, prior to me meeting Jumpstart, you know, after things, I had a rocky rocky career with drug addiction, and alcohol. I'm in, I'm in recovery. So okay, I've been in recovery for about 15 years now. All right, and uh, I did end up going back to get my degree at Cleveland State. Okay. You know, and that was actually back in 2013. Awesome. Congratulations on your recovery and your degree. Thank you. Yeah. And so I opened up Urban Cuts, my first Urban Cuts barbershop in uh, 2008. So that was 12 Mm -hmm. years ago. And then my second location I opened up in 2013. Okay. Yeah. So, but you you met Patrick in 2017. 2017. Yeah. So you, yeah, you already opened the business yep. so what did you go to jumpstart for because i needed severe tightening up mm-hmm. uh, a lot of business owners and and i you know I, I had some hard knocks in my business career earlier on um making 
bad mistakes, bad decisions, mm. because like a lot of business owners, you can't just slap a sign on, on the storefront and say, I'm open for business. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I, I mean, I had a great skill set far as cutting hair, uh, a great skill set far as customer service. Mm-hmm. But on the back end, my business back end was a wreck. Wow. And okay. so, you know, you can't be good at everything. So you have to, when you're in business, you have to accept your weaknesses. And mm-hmm. so my back end was just terrible. And I, I don't know how I found out about jump. You know what? Becky, um, Betsy Banks, a friend of mine that I met at Kent state. Okay. Uh, I saw a Facebook post of her. She had went through the jumpstart, uh, core city program. And I inquired through her and that's when I reached out to jumpstart. And I was in, um, one of their uh, intense, um, classes i think it what was it six weeks eight weeks patrick 12 beautiful weeks oh wow 12 <laughs> weeks and we met every friday <laughs> we and you know it, it had to be important for me as a barber you know friday and saturdays are our money days mm-hmm. and we met on fridays you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah and uh so i did make the sacrifice to meet would jumpstart on Fridays and I and I do not regret it. It was a great experience for me. So mm-hmm. I'm always gonna sing Jumpstart's praises. It, it definitely helped tighten tighten me up on the back end far as the business. Mm-hmm. And um, I still use Jumpstart. You know, I I'll call down to Jumpstart in a heartbeat, and they they always connect me, and they're still using me and connecting me with resources to this day. So it's a great relationship, and I really appreciate those guys over at Jumpstart. Yeah, so tell us what are a couple things specifically that you were, you know, struggling with and uh then we'll have Patrick jump in and tell us how, you know, Jumpstart kind of got you on the right track. Well, I think the one thing that and I know Patrick will agree with this and this is pretty much his forte is getting your budget together, mm-hmm. you know. Um I'm terrible with numbers. And I cringed when I thought about the budget part of the class yeah. that I took at Jumpstart. Mm-hmm. And I know I was a headache for Patrick. And I know the other entrepreneurs <laughs> that was in my class, we all drove him crazy mm-hmm. trying to get that budget together. But it's something that you have to do if you want your business to be tight. Yeah. So the budget was definitely one of my biggest challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I learned at Jumpstart is not just the class. I met a lot of great people, mm. um, networking resources. You know, they had used to have these great, um, just kind of happy hour type of things for specific uh, industries. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I used to go to all of those. It would be mm-hmm. in the evening, six to nine, five to nine, something like that. Yeah. And then they would always feed you, which is okay. which is a great yes. thing. And I remember I was down there and um, one of the people on on the staff was like, it was just for like attorneys or lawyers or something like that. And it was like, you know, hey, nice to see you. What are you doing here? You're a barber. And and I was like, well, number one, uh, it's free. You're going to feed me. And everybody in here got hair. So everybody go get one of my business cards. And so I got not only did I meet network uh expand my network through jumpstart mm-hmm. but i met some clients that still come to me to yeah. this day from uh-huh. jumpstart and another thing is uh i learned what my t- 
target clientele is. Mm-hmm. My for me at my barbershop, my target demographic for us clientele is young professionals, the generation right. Z people, the mm-hmm. generation um the millennial crowd mm-hmm. because I know that they're making a, a a nice living and they can afford to come to me on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. As well as, you know, these are the people that's informed with technology. So they go take a picture of the haircut and post it out. Right. And that's free advertising right. from me. Initially, right. when I first started at Jumpstart, I know I was a headache because they say, well, who's your perfect client? I'm like, everybody with hair. Yeah. And they and I couldn't shake that for a while. They're like, no, in order for us to really shape your career, mm-hmm. we need to get your perfect client and then we go double down on that far as helping you with marketing and things of that nature and once i decided uh who was my perfect client who i wanted you know they really helped me to market to that crowd and when i when i started marketing specifically to that crowd um my my clientele was growing i mean i already had a good clientele Mm -hmm. but i i've seen the growth since i tightened things up yeah, so Patrick, you know, marketing, budgeting, uh, uh, business plans, um, all of those things, you know, uh, entrepreneurs can learn uh, from Jumpstart. Tell us about, you know, the 12-week program uh, that Waverly participated in. I, I can't stop smiling listening to Waverly this morning. I'm so happy to be on the show. Um So the program is called the Impact Program. It's been around since 2015, as as Waverly mentioned. Betsy is a graduate as well. And it's a 12-week program. It's a holistic view of your business. So you come out of the program getting a a piece of of everything you need in order to take your business from where it is to where where you want to take it. Uh, We offer it right now two times uh, a year it might go up to three times a year in the near future and it's a tight-knit cohort Uh, historically it's five entrepreneurs going through the cohort right now we are doing our first cohort of eight Um, but you also one of the beautiful things of the program is as Waverly alluded to I mean you see the the camaraderie between the people going through the program and a lot of times they'll end up working together as after they get out of the program um, so Jumpstart is just so immensely proud of the success that we've had through the program. And the success is really, you know, the Waverly Willis's of the world that go out and, and, and impact their community in such a positive way. Yeah. And so uh, this particular program, the impact program, is it geared more towards um, those of us who are already, you know, up and running with the business? You know, is the program um, sec- programming at Jumpstart sectioned out that way, um, you know, just for like beginners, people dipping their toe in the water and those like Waverly who who were already, again, up and running and just needed some help, you know, fine tuning? That's a fantastic question. Thanks for asking that, TC. So to answer your question directly, the impact program is for businesses that are already up and running, but that doesn't mean that we don't have programming available for entrepreneurs, even with just an idea at this point. Uh, So we have a continuum of educational programming from, hey, I woke up yesterday and I have an idea and I need to go out and and talk to potential customers and figure out really, you know, what pain points they have and how I could potentially solve it. To, we have a program called the Blueprint Program, which is for businesses that are just starting to generate revenue. So a dollar and more in, in revenue, the Blueprint Program is a great program for them. 
after the blueprint program, it would make sense to participate in the impact program. And we have, I have had entrepreneurs go from the blueprint program to the impact program. And then even after the impact program, uh, for businesses like Waverly now, who are, who are beyond where you would find an impact entrepreneur, we have uh, these deep dive growth cohorts for entrepreneurs to participate in, which are you know, five to seven weeks on one topic. So you go through the impact program and maybe you're like Waverly and you go through it and you only spend one week or, or so on financial projections and you know that you need to dive deep, deeper into that particular topic. Well, we have a five-week course just on financial projections. And I should mention, mm. this is all free. Yeah. All the programming I just mentioned is free. Wow. Free. And uh, so how does one uh, get, you know, if, if anything that we talk about today, you know, sounds interesting, intriguing, you know, helpful, how do would we get started, you know, with Jumpstart? That's a great question. So the easiest way to do it is just go to jumpstartinc.org and, and apply to meet with an advisor. And, you know, I appreciate being on the show and being able to promote Jumpstart. But the other thing that Jumpstart does great is we want to meet with an entrepreneur and refer mm -hmm. them to other organizations. And that's something that has made Waverly a tremendous success is he's not just using Jumpstart to support his business. He's using other uh, organ entrepreneurial Absolutely. support organizations throughout the ecosystem. And mm -hmm. Jumpstart works very closely with those other organizations because we're not interested in this is my client, that's your client. We're interested in working together as organizations in Northeast Ohio to elevate the entrepreneurs as a team. Yeah. Can I can I interject a little bit? As a matter of fact, to piggyback on what you just said, Patrick, I actually encountered you. Now I know I remember how I came in contact with Jumpstart. I was taking a class with the President's Council. Ah, yeah. Which okay. which is a um an organization and part of their slogan is they're unapologetically black. So they mm -hmm. want to work with black business people, black entrepreneurs and Patrick. And I believe it was, uh, Lauren, uh, Lauren came in and they, uh, did a class on one of our class days. So I met Patrick through, uh, the president's council, but to, to what he just said, I have also taken advantages advantage of classes at the Urban League. Mm -hmm. uh, I've taken advantage of classes at United Black Fund. The person that you guys see today is a, a gumbo, a mix of all of these different entities. Mm -hmm. And any business owner out there that really want to be in business, mm -hmm. uh, if they contact me, I'm, I'm crazy busy. I'm also an instructor at a barber college right. here in Cleveland. So with that being said, but if you're serious, I'll sit down with you. I'll share all my resources with you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I do it often. I, I make time in my day. We'll go have a cup of coffee, tea, whatever. And I'll share my resources and probably a very small percentage after I give them all the resources of the stuff that I did. You know, it's going to make you determine how bad do you want to be in business? Mm -hmm. Because and this is my model, people uh, that don't have dreams work for people that do. Right. I, I just heard that yesterday. Right. Yeah. Read, re, hear this Facebook. People that don't have dreams work for people that do mm -hmm. and when people are in my chairs especially young people like your son mm -hmm. i'm always encouraging them and it's nothing wrong with working for somebody or or working for an entity a business or whatever but 
we all got something boiling inside of us. Mm-hmm. And you want to hate to wait 15 years, 10 years, five years down the road, and somebody comes out with your idea, and you know you can do it better. Right. You know you can do it better. Right. Or you know you could have done it better, but by then you're in too deep at your job. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, entrepreneurs are the crazy people that will leave a 40-hour-a-week solid, good-paying job mm-hmm. to go work for themselves, mm-hmm. and sometimes you're going to make nothing. Did y'all hear that? Sometimes you're going to make nothing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, the person, again, the person that you see today, I spent many, many days sleep at the shop yeah. because was no one coming in, mm-hmm. but I put it, I put everything on the line, yeah. and it, it, paid, it paid off for me, mm-hmm. and now I'm in a position to build up other barbershop owners and in in my industry i got the flexibility you know Mm -hmm. i work harder for myself than i ever will for anybody else today today alone i met my first client at five o'clock this morning wow i've been cutting till nine o'clock i left at nine o'clock to meet you here at 10 Mm -hmm. and i got a full day from 12 i'm booked from 12 to 9 30 tonight Mm -hmm. because i'm i'm working for me yeah. And and again, I work at a barber college, but I'll never work harder for anybody else than I will for myself. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot that go into this. So just be prepared. And Jumpstart and these other entities are really helpful in making you be efficient as well as yeah. expanding your network. So clearly, you know, wherever you have a, a strong, you know, driving spirit, you're very ambitious. As, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, tell us, and you also talked about, you know, um, reaching, you know, back into the community, you know, giving advice to, you know, those who said you are, who are serious, yep. um, you know, as a mentor. And you are, you know, as we all know, a man of the community. And, right. you know, people know you in the Cleveland area for um, many things outside of barbering, right? Right. So, you know, in terms of mentorship, you know, um, tell us a little bit about how uh, the mentorship, you know, through Patrick and Jumpstart, you know, helped um, to take you, your business to another level in that regard. Well, it kind of came about organically. um, um, And I got to kind of go back a little bit. Again, I'm in recovery. Mm -hmm. And so uh, once I got myself into, I went to Whitehaven Treatment Center at 6001 Woodland Avenue. Mm -hmm. And I was so addicted to crack and alcohol that when I say addicted, I was the, I was, I wasn't just, I was homeless, but I wasn't the guy that was sleeping on my aunt's couch. Like I was the guy that was picking up cigarette butts in front of the Greyhound bus station. I was the guy downtown with a cup in his hand asking you for a quarter or a dollar. I was the guy that was sleeping on those crates on 18th and Superior, those grates with the steam coming up with Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a cardboard on top of the crate as well as on top of my body. Mm -hmm. So I was severely homeless. Mm -hmm. And once I got into Whitehaven, the treatment center, uh, I hadn't taking a bath in years and I sat in hot water and I cried and cried. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I get emotional when yeah. I talk about it. And I told God, I asked God if he was to release me from those demons or release those demons off of me that I would spend the rest of my days helping his people out. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know again that God has a plan. So Thus, you know, he released those demons off of me. Mm -hmm. And now I get to see people on a regular basis that's going through 
things that I went through. You know, I had cancer a few years ago, mm-hmm. resulting in me having to get my right kidney removed. You know, I, I struggle with obesity, uh, uh, struggle with hypertension, all of those things. So just seeing my transformation, I noticed that people were getting inspired by it, mm-hmm. you know. So as far as like the youth, the youth, um, I do a lot of things that I don't tell Facebook about. Yesterday, my team and I was at the detention center on 93rd and Quincy. I cut the young man's hair that killed those killed that police officer last month. Wow. I, I cut a young, another yeah. young man, 16 years old. He's he's killed four people. Mm-hmm. Another young man who raped two people on Cleveland clinics. Uh, I mean Cleveland State's campus. Mm-hmm. We go down there every month, but mm-hmm. I don't broadcast that, mm-hmm. you know, and I just firmly believe that if God has given you a talent, you have been freely given this talent. In my opinion, if you are freely given a talent that affords you the luxury of taking care of yourself and your family, you should give that talent away. Not not all the time. So the the haircut is just bait to get a person in my chair. And that's when I know I got you, the young man or person for at least 30 minutes. And that's when I can pour into him. I can encourage this person. So um, I just truly believe in giving back. Mm-hmm. I, I got a, a platform that I, I do uh, blood pressure checks inside my barbershop. And it's a partnership with all the um, local hospital systems, specifically Cleveland Clinic. Mm-hmm. You know, and black you are men. out here. Well, yeah, you know what? Again, it just kind of came about organically. I yeah. started seeing my clients disappearing. And I would run into his wife or his daughter or something and say, hey, what happened to such and such? What happened to Joe? And they say, well, he died. He wouldn't he wouldn't take his blood pressure medication. Mm-hmm. And I took that personal because I know the influence that I have on that man. Mm-hmm. If I would have said, Mike, you've been taking your blood pressure medication. Right. Nah, man. Or or not. I, yeah. I can recognize you the signs now. Yeah. If it's a nice, cool day out and you sitting in my chair sweating profusely, mm-hmm. that's a sign of high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, a, yeah. a conversation starter. So we it is Jumpstart uh, Friday here on OVT, Our Voices Today. And in the studio, we have Waverly Willis. He is the owner of Urban Cuts, uh, a barbershop with two locations on the east side and the west side. And also on the line is Patrick Kutcherson. He is uh, the director of educational programming at Jumpstart. So some more, uh, so more with our guests uh, when we return from this quick break. Hello, thank you for calling WOVU 95.9 FM. This is your girl Pearl Tiddaline. How may I help you today? Well, hello, Pearl Tiddaline. I was wondering if you guys could play something that I can groove to while cleaning the house. Say no more. That's the one right there. That's why I rock with you guys. WOVU 95.9 FM is the best station in Cleveland, and I'm going to always stay tuned. Well, thank you for calling in. This is a Burton Bell Car Community Radio Station.
Election Day is November 3rd, and WOVU 95.9 FM wants to make sure you know how to get registered to vote. Did you know there were three ways to get registered to vote in the state of Ohio? Online, in person, or by mail. By October 5th. That's right, October 5th, and you don't have another day to waste. So get online to the Board of Elections website at boe.cuyahogacounty.gov. That's B-O-E dot Cuyahoga County dot gov and follow the links for voter registration. To register to vote by mail, you have to give a call to the Cuyahoga County Board of Elections at 216-443-8683. That's 216-443-8683 and they will mail you a voter registration card. You complete the form and mail it back to the Board of Elections. Or you can register to vote in person at over 100 in-person voter registration locations, including any branch of the Cleveland Public Library. So get on out there and vote, Cleveland, but you got to be registered by October 5th. Register online, register by mail, or register in person. This is WOVU 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio. It's time to make a short story Welcome back. You are listening to Our Voices Today here on WOVU 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio. Of course, streaming live from WOVU.org and the WOVU mobile app. Uh, it is Jumpstart Friday here on OVT. And uh, on the line with us from Jumpstart is Patrick Cutcherson. He is uh, the director of educational programming uh, at Jumpstart, and one of the Jumpstart programming participants, Waverly Willis, o- owner of Urban Cuts Barbershops around Cleveland. And so, Patrick, I want to jump back in uh, with you. We just heard, you know, Waverly's story. He took us on a deep dive, you know, um, <laughs> through, uh, you know, his, his time on the streets and, you know, working through his addiction drug addiction you know and you know to see him today you would never think about that but he's you you know wherever you're so exuberant and full of life and um so excited you know patrick i wanted to ask you what is it like to work with someone like Waverly and you know do do we have to have that type of that level of excitement to qualify <laughs> to do the jumpstart programs <laughs> Oh, that's a great question. So working with Waverly is a privilege. Um, you know, getting to know him, I just think, I think the last email that I sent Waverly, I was a Waverly, you're my hero. Um, <laughs> just, just, you know, getting to know him is such a privilege and getting to support him and even having a tiny part in his, his business, his growth and his impact on others is, is such a privilege. Uh, you know, what makes Waverly such a successful entrepreneur Sure, it helps that, that, that he has the charisma, but that's not necessarily a, a, a something that you need in order to succeed through Jumpstart programming or as an entrepreneur in general. But I did want to highlight some things that Waverly does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's extremely resourceful. So we've already mentioned about him you know, working with multiple organizations. Uh, when you make a connection, to, you know, when you say, hey, Waverly, I want to connect you to this person, and you connect them, you know Waverly is going to follow up with them. And that also speaks to his professionalism. You can always trust Waverly to show up on time and and meet expectations or most of the time exceed expectation. 
he's extremely coachable. You know, he, he's very humble. He knows that one of my favorite, favorite sayings that Waverly always says is that, you know, we're all works in progress. And he approaches entrepreneurship that way. So he's extremely coachable. Is what would, and that's what an advisor at Jumpstart or anywhere would be looking for. He's extremely resilient. I mean, we're talking about a guy who runs a barbershop through a pandemic and making it out the other end, and now he's as busy as he is. I'm just so immensely proud of him. Um, the last thing, well, it, he's also very passionate. We should mention that. He has a passion for what he does. But the last thing I want to mention about Waverly, which makes him extremely unique, and I mentioned this back in 2017 to him, and he was already doing it, but I think he's even doubled down on it, is he's not just the founder and CEO he is the chief talent officer of Urban Cuts, and he takes that very seriously. So he develops the people who work for him and with him, and he's very vested in their success. And because of that, I believe that's one of the reasons Urban Cuts is, is the best barbershop in Cleveland. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, sorry, uh, Patrick. So, I, like, I'm just taken aback, you know, hearing still, you know, the details um, of your uh, story, Waverly. But, um, you know, I guess tell us some more, you know, about uh, the challenges that you had um, in entrepreneurship. And, you know, as as a, a, a black man, right, mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, uh, society as it stands today, you know, we are um, in the midst of, you know, an evolution of the revolution. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, entrepreneurship, financial stability, you know, generational wealth. These are all, you know, words that are phrases that we're all thinking deeper about now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what does it mean to you to have, you know, this successful business as a black man, you know, as you know, someone a person a kid an adult can see you Mm -hmm. know in the neighborhood in cleveland right you know walking around you know we see you on tv we hear you on the radio you're on the paper and you know just a shining example of the possibilities right okay that's a great question i'm glad you asked it i want to just talk about the the black man part of it you know uh, yes i'm a black man i'm a large dark-skinned heavy bearded black man with that being said, um, funny story. When I was in barber college, a friend of mine, he asked me, how much time did I do? Now, I've never been to prison, but I've, I've been probably in every county jail in, in Ohio, you know, before while I was in my active addiction. And that always stayed with me, like, mm-hmm. what made you think that? But... It, with that being said, it's a lot of stereotypes that the stigma of, of black people. Um, every time you see me, nine times out of ten, I'm going to have a tie on. Mm-hmm. because, And I know I'm over the top with professionalism. When you bring your son in, I, mm-hmm. I cut hair in a tie. Yes. And when I first started doing that years ago, my daughter asked me, she said, Dad, why are you going to work in a tie now Mm -hmm. she says nobody wears a tie to cut hair in and i told her i said say it again and she said why are you going to work in the tie like nobody wears a tie when they cutting hair i said say it again and she said why are you going to work with a tie on then she says oh nobody cuts hair in a tie 
accept you. Yes. Because I'm over the top with professionalism mm-hmm. because I not only want to dissuade the stereotypes of black people, I want to shatter that. We can be on time. And it's a lot of, again, I work at a barber college and I went through a lot of barbers over the years that, that they are my friends, they're my colleagues, but we cannot work together mm-hmm. because the image that I put forth for myself as well as my brand, they're not meeting. If you can't be to work on time, we cannot work together. If mm-hmm. you cannot uh, come to work without smoking weed, and smelling like we, we cannot work together. Mm-hmm. If you cannot have a conversation without swearing, we cannot work together. If you can't work in an atmosphere that don't got trap music blaring, we cannot work together. Now, don't get me wrong. I love God and trap music. Got some in the car right now, mm-hmm. but you're not going to hear it in my business right. because that's where I make my money at. And I would rather have somebody come in my business and not come back because they got a messed up haircut. Mm-hmm. Versus somebody coming in and myself or my team not greeting them correctly with mm-hmm. a, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, I would rather have you have a messed up haircut than an uh, improper greeting or foul language or just a bad atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll testify myself, you know, as when I come into your shop. I'm. I feel very comfortable. I don't As you feel like be. I'm in the boys' club or the right. locker room. Right, and, and, or... and, and a lot of people. I I coined a, a term. It's called universal appeal. Mm-hmm. And a, as a mom, mm-hmm. you your son is the most precious gift you have from God. Yes, and you trust me to provide you as well as have an, an environment. Again, mm-hmm. I want you to come back. So the universal appeal is this. I know a lot of shop owners and they smoking weed in the back and there's no knock against them, you know, and they doing numbers. They making crazy money, but you're not going back to that shop. Mm-hmm. I right. also got the guys, the trap, the trap boys that come into my shop. But before they come in, they spread, they self, they getting themselves together because I'm going to mm-hmm. call you out on it. Right. And uh, Maza Mom, I'm mm-hmm. sure you appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. So, Patrick, I have uh, two questions for you. Um, one, I'm sure, you know, as you, um, you know, uh, educate uh, multiple cohorts of uh, uh, clients or participants in the Jumpstart programming, you know, of course, they learn a lot from the programs. But I'm sure, you know, there are things that you and the other uh, members at Jumpstart learn from the entrepreneurs as well so that's you know my first question what do you learn and take away from you know your uh mentees like waverly and others and then two um how does jump start um you know reach out to black entrepreneurs specifically is there any um targeted programming for the black entrepreneurs so those two questions great questions happy to answer those so I'll answer the first one. Uh, you know, what what I learned from people like Waverly and the other entrepreneurs, and I know this from my own entrepreneurial experiences, but it just gets reinforced through people like Waverly, mm-hmm. is that entrepreneurship is a journey. It's not a destination. Waverly, day in and day out, since the day I met him and well before that, has been grinding, and he's been learning and pivoting as he learns. Um, so it's just, it's something that you, you have to be ready to put yourself in a, in a position, a low risk position where you can fail, learn, pivot, 
and then build upon that failure and experience. So that's really important, and, and I've seen Waverly do that over the time that I know him and countless other entrepreneurs. And there's other examples that I have of an entrepreneur coming in with one idea, and maybe they spend a year working on that idea. And then, you know, two years later, they come back with another idea. Mm-hmm. But the knowledge that they gained from that first interaction with me, they brought that with them to that second startup. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful thing to see an entrepreneur do that because it's just, it's, it's one long journey. Um, so yeah. the second question, you know, the Core City Cleveland program, which is the impact program that's under, those are specifically geared towards black and brown entrepreneurs. So I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. But I want to say that about 80% of the entrepreneurs that have graduated from the IMPACT program have been black or brown. And in addition to that, the Core City program as a whole, I think it's like 60 or 70% of those entrepreneurs mm. are black or brown, with the majority of them being from the black community. Mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, we have, what, just about 10, 15 minutes as we, um, you know, uh, wrap up the show here and it's been a great uh, conversation I appreciate the both of you for uh, joining us today you know our listening audience sharing your wonderful experience Waverly um, and this great information about the jumpstart programming you know a lot of this though sometimes can be you know a bit overwhelming um, and when we're starting out as entrepreneurs or maybe we just have that idea you know um, some of us can be afraid of that word you just mentioned Patrick failure um what how do you help you know uh participants overcome you know that fear of failure and after Patrick Waverly maybe you can give us a time where I mean I can't imagine that you are afraid of anything but (laughs) (laughs) perhaps there's a, a an experience that you can share where you know you had to you know shift past that fear in order to you know open yourself up to something bigger so first Patrick Yeah, so entrepreneurship is also, it can be a very lonely journey if you choose it to be. And I will tell you from experience, failing failing alone is a lot worse than failing, you know, with a team around you. And I don't know, I don't just mean employees or co-founders. You can go out and find advisors that that bring you through that process and you do it together. Um, so I would much rather fail, you know, as a team than, than fail alone. So that would be my advice. It's never too early. Even if you woke up this morning, and you had a dream about a, a business that you want to start, go out and find advisors tomorrow and, and get to work. Awesome. Um, the way I view is failure is, is uh, it was tough earlier on, but in my journey, I've learned that there is not one person that I know, whether they be local or national or international, that I look up to as a business person or as a person in general. Everyone has failed. And so the stuff that I put in my mind with the ebooks that I listen to, the books that I read right now, I'm reading a book called Black Titan a businessman named A.G. Gaston back in the day. And I'm reading about all of these uh, black business people. One of my local heroes, I just got to give homage real quick. Mm-hmm. One of my local heroes is Mr. Wilson from Wilson's Hot Tamale. Yeah, okay. He lived around the corner for, from us. As kids, we used to laugh because he made his kids work 
for him and on those trucks. And Mr. Wilson walked around with the curly mustache. Mm-hmm. But if you was to see his home, his home was immaculate. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a car collection out of this world. And a lot of his kids are successful to this day. Mm-hmm. For a black man to sell hot tamales, a Mexican product, yeah. and to start that in the 60s. Mm-hmm. You in know, Cleveland. Right, in Cleveland, Ohio. I on look the up east the, side. On the east side. How many people... <laughs> Would, would dare do that mm-hmm. in the 60s as a black man. Yeah. So I know he failed. You know what I'm saying? And so failure is just another opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm an introverted person. To, to hear me on this microphone right now, I know how to turn it on. Mm-hmm. But I really don't like crowds. I really don't like having conversations. Mm-hmm. I go home. I go to work. I'm a family dude. So mm-hmm. I spend time with my kids. And that's that's pretty much it. I know how to turn it on. You know what right. I'm saying? But failure is just an opportunity. And you need to do things like this. And I tell my students all the time, someone or people, you have to have people singing your praises when you're not in the room. That's how I ended up in this seat. Vicki McDonald from Jumpstart mm-hmm. said, hey, I got an opportunity for you. Patrick, they know that I'm reliable, dependable, and I'm up for it. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. nervous right now, but again, I'm working. I'm riding. I'm riding for my brand because this right. is how I eat. Yeah. This is how I feed myself and my family. So I'm a rider, and when I leave here, I'm gonna go back to the shop, get in my little bubble, <laughs> talk to my people one <laughs> yeah. at a time. Mm-hmm. But failure is just an opportunity. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, again, we are talking with Waverly Willis. He is the owner of Urban cuts barbershops here in cleveland and patrick kutcherson he is the director of educational programming uh at jumpstart and um so uh patrick I, can you tell us you know you are also an entrepreneur and the uh team members at jumpstart um i believe all have some type of background you know in entrepreneurship and business um tell us about your entrepreneurial journey and how it helps you, you know, advise your uh, participants. Yeah, I'll be quick. Yeah. Um, thanks for asking. You know, I've started several businesses. All but one of them has been a complete failure. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. we'll go back to, to failure and, and just learning um, from, from all the failures and understanding that it's a journey. I know I keep going back to that. Um, but that's how... I can help entrepreneurs because I can relate to them as they're in that journey. I've dealt with the, the, the less than perfect outcomes. I know what that's like. I know how to pick myself back up. And I have an obligation and a responsibility to share those experiences with entrepreneurs so they know that I'm coming from a place of empathy and that I'm going to be able to provide some kind of playbook for my own experiences to get them through their journey no matter what that looks like. Did you have something? Wait, wait, wait. If there's any entrepreneurs out there, again, I invite you. I'm a crazy, crazy busy guy. But if you call me, <laughs> 216-253-4991, I will make time to sit down with you and I will share with you every resource that I have. Um, I don't charge for consulting or nothing like that because I want to see you win. It's enough money out here for all of us. Let's get it. <laughs> yes, let's get it. And let's everybody check out uh, Jumpstart. You can find them on a line at jumpstartinc.org. That's jumpstartinc.org. And you can also give them a call at 216 216- 
216-363-3400. That's 216-363-3400. And Patrick, I wanted to ask you one last question before we um, wrap up. You know, uh, we all have these ideas, right, to start businesses or things that we think, oh, you know, the world needs this. Um, and then we may find out somebody else is already doing it. Well, most of the time, somebody else is already doing what we want to do. You know, how many barbershops are here like, just in Cleveland, right? So, um, you know, how do we, you, you know, get away from worrying about, you know, whether or not somebody else is already doing it? Because, I, you know, I believe nobody does anything like you do. So there's always something special that you can bring to the right. table. Um, can you, I don't know, I guess counsel us or me, you know, maybe <laughs> on that a little bit, Patrick? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, hey, I've been there too. It's a very real fear and it's easy to be intimidated by, by you know, looking around and saying, gosh, a lot of other people are doing this or, oh man, that's my idea. I already had that idea. Now someone else is doing it. But there's always room for you to do it better or, or, or uniquely. Uh, what I would advise, and Waverly gave, gave a great example of it earlier, is find low-risk environments to fail in. So when you find those low-risk environments to fail in, like Waverly did in his mom's basement, you learn, you, you hone your craft, you, you're able to tweak, you're able to, to understand better where your niche is going to be in the market. Um, and then you don't find yourself making a huge investment in, you know, putting down a bunch of rent money or, or, or even buying a building uh, to open a barbershop and not really know, uh, you know, where you're going to be able to, to, to plant your flag and, and, and have that unique competitive advantage. Cool. So, um, you know, as we have just a few minutes, Waverly, any words of wisdom, you know, to uh, future entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs or just the Cleveland community in general? Future entrepreneurs, like I said earlier, people that do not have dreams work for people that do. If you got something boiling inside of you, do it. Do it. Call me. Talk to me. Let's chat. And Jumpstart is going to be probably... The first start I'm going to send you to, depending on where you are in your career, but it's a place for you. And let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's your number again? So people 216-253-4991. Eventually, y'all go put me on that payroll, Patrick. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go throw that out there. Absolutely. And Patrick, um, you know, anything else you want to share, you know, about Jumpstart? Anything uh, uh, coming up that, you know, our audience should know about? That's a great question. Well, the one thing I want to say is if you need a haircut, go get your haircut at Urban Cut. <laughs> yeah, um, that's payment <laughs> enough. That's good. And, and, and secondly, we don't have any big events on the calendar right now that I'm going to promote. But what I would advise you to do is go sign up for our newsletter. Uh, but I know there's tons of great events coming up through the Urban League and the Hispanic Business Center yep. and, and President's Council. It's not just about Jumpstart. Go engage with all of the organizations in the ecosystem. As I said, we work collaborative, collaboratively together to support entrepreneurs. So just just get get involved, getting engaged like uh, Waverly did so many years ago, and, and you might find yourself in Waverly's shoes in a couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. I hope I am. You know, I don't want to own any barbershops, but, you know, be... You it, never know. You know, it's, it's on, room. <laughs> 
There is room. Well, you know, whatever it is I'm going to do, because really I want to do T-shirts. And that's why I asked you that question, Patrick, because everybody makes T-shirts, but nobody can make them like me. I knew you had you was asking for a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you, we all got something yep. bubbling inside of us. We do. I don't care where you work at or who you work for. Mm-hmm. You want to do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, thank you, Waverly Willis, owner of... very welcome. Urban Cuts uh, Barbershops and uh, Jumpstart Program participant. And thank you so much, Patrick Kutcherson, uh, Director of Educational Programming at Jumpstart. Thank you both for joining us on this Jumpstart Friday. Uh, uh, Absolutely. So uh, have a great day, Cleveland. Have a great weekend. You know, make sure you drink the cleanest water possible. Eat the healthiest food you can afford so that you can get the best sleep ever and be able to think. Think good, clear thoughts. And maybe get that entrepreneurial idea off the ground. Get in touch with Jumpstart. They Call are waiting Jumpstart. for you. Yes. Call me. <laughs> I'll have, help you. Have a wonderful day, Cleveland. Call right now. 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 WOVU 95.9 FM is going 30 for 30, celebrating 30 years of excellence and service from Burton Bell Car Development Incorporated. And as our gift to you, we are giving away 10 $50 Dave Supermarket gift cards. That's right, you heard me. 10 $50 Dave Supermarket gift cards. That's $500 on the line. And all you need to do is call 216-271-0959 and tell us that you have completed your 2020 census survey. Come down to the station and show us the proof. When you hear this sound, Call right now. Call right now. Call right now. Call right now. Call 216-271-0959. So all you need to do is keep it locked to WOVU 95.9 FM. And when you hear this sound, call right now, call right now, call right now, call right now. Call 216-271-0959. That's 216-271-0959 to win one of 10 $50 day supermarket gift cards coming to you only from WOVU 95.9 FM. And tell us that you have completed your 2020 census survey. Come down to the station and show us the proof. The proof is in the pudding, baby. And that's what we want to give to you. More Dallas to go buy more pudding. So what are you waiting for? You need to keep that station locked at 95.9 FM. WOVU Burton Bell Car Community Radio. $50 gift cards. Dave's Supermarket. Come on, y'all. Come and get this money. This program is brought to you by Empower Clee, bridging the digital divide, providing reliable internet access to the greater Cleveland community. Hey, girl. What you doing? Just trying to figure out what's going to happen with these kids in school. What do you mean? I don't got no internet at home for them or for work. I don't know what I'm going to do. Girl, go to Empower Clee. And what is that? Empower Clee. They're right here in Cleveland. They offer high-speed internet. Girl, are you serious? Because I need it right now. Yes, and it gets better. My cousin just called them. She doesn't even have to pay a dime. How can I reach them? You can visit their website at www.empowercle.org or give them a call at 216-777-3859. What's the number again? 216-777-3859.
Thanks. I'm going to call them right now. Remember, call 216-777-3859. That's 216-777-3859. And ask about free internet service for your high school student. On behalf of WOVU 95.9 FM, a Burton Bell Car community radio station, we extend a special thanks to Empower Clee for their support. <laughs>